RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning is Perigo's Perspective Morning on Reality Check Radio, and Lindsay joins us. Lindsay, what do you like to be called? Is it Mr. or is it some other pronoun? I I don't want to get this wrong. I I don't want to have you running to a safe space, you know, at this point anyway of the program. No, you might be removed. You can call me Sir Lindsay. Um, I, I wouldn't object. <laughs> okay. But Not Dave. He, his, him, mister. And seriously, you know, when I talk about woke fascism, I don't say that lightly. Woke is fascistic. And this incident with the school teacher demonstrates that very clearly. And we're really going to have to do something quite quickly about all of this this election, we must actually do something that stops this in its tracks. Otherwise, we'll be full-blown totalitarian. Oh, dear. All right. Well, I like to say this every time now that we talk on a Thursday and uh, you give your perspective. Mr. Perigo, Sir <laughs> Perigo, the floor belongs to you. Thank you. And to paraphrase Oscar Wilde, To lose one candidate may be regarded as a misfortune. To lose five seems like carelessness. The fledgling Democracy NZ party seemed to be unravelling at the weekend, with a third of its candidates, including anti-mandate hero Dr Matt Shelton, dropping out. It's clear from Paul's magnificent interview with Matt Shelton that defectors were frustrated about the way the party is being run. I'm also reliably informed that they were alarmed at a watering down of policy, particularly the party's commitment to entrenching our Bill of Rights. I note that leader Matt King assured Paul on Monday that there was no watering down of that. I also note, however, that the party website now says, we will require as a condition of any coalition agreement that the Bill of Rights is upheld. This is not negotiable. The exact legal route to amending the Constitution of New Zealand to ensure subsequent governments don't trample our rights is not straightforward, or amenable to a neat slogan. We can't simply say that we will entrench Bill of Rights legally, nor would that help anything with Section 5 still in there, which can't be amended without affecting 30 years of legislation and case law. Our intent to ensure we protect the Bill of Rights has not changed. And we are taking the advice of legal experts in constitutional law to ensure that we follow the correct process and wording to enforce this in the long term. Well, actually, it's section four that is the problem. It says, no court shall, in relation to any enactment, whether past or made before or after the commencement of this Bill of Rights, A, hold any provision of the enactment to be impliedly repealed or revoked 
or to be in any way invalid or ineffective, or B, decline to apply any provision of the enactment by reason only that the provision is inconsistent with any provision of this Bill of Rights. Well, bollocks to that, Section 4. It means the whole bill is a sham. Section 4 has to go. And yes, then set about repealing all existing legislation inconsistent with it. Isn't that the point? Get your legal experts in constitutional law to sniff it all out so that it can be excreted from our statute books. All traces of the tyrannical Wuhan legislation would be a good place to start. So then I took the opportunity to read more on the website. Democracy NZ says, politics is about people and policy changes lives. Our party values will drive our policy development. Our policies will be integrated and interconnected. They will be developed with people, for people. Ugh. Now that is just fluff, cringy fluff that any charlatan politician could say, and most of them do. Maybe there is watering down going on after all. Freedom fighters want fight, not fluff. Then we get, again, protect and preserve the New Zealand Bill of Rights, ensure our basic human rights are respected. And again, I say entrench. Get that word back in there. We take race out of everything. Well, that's good. End brown supremacism and apartheid. No more anti-white racism in the health system, the New Zealand School of Music, or anywhere else funded by the taxpayer. We protect private property rights. Good. So dump the RMA. We believe in evidence over ideology. If that means an end to climate hysteria and Wuhan lies from the Ministry of Truth, great, but say that. We believe in less government intrusion in our lives. How about none, unless we're violating the rights of others? We are a sovereign nation and won't be controlled by overseas influence, e.g. the World Economic Forum, World Health Organization, United Nations. Hurrah! So we'll be exiting those abominations? We oppose co-governance, five waters, hepuapua, centralization and over-regulation. Well, so does everyone except Labour and the Greens currently. What else? We believe in free speech, ensure a fair, balanced and democratic media. Well, actually, just leave the media alone. Neither subsidize them, as current woke fascist media are subsidized, nor censor them. Free speech can then take care of itself. And think about democratic and democracy. Democracy NZ. Democracy is counting heads regardless of their content, as the late William Waddell used to say. Democracy permanently cancelled Socrates. 
democracy elected Hitler and Jacinda Jackboot, who wanted to extend the vote to 16-year-olds steeped in her Orwellian excrement. Democracy has delivered us those pronoun pillocks and woke fascism. Democracy is not merely the worst possible system, apart from all of the others, as Churchill joked, it can be as bad as all the others. The United States Declaration of Independence doesn't mention democracy. It proclaims unalienable, God-given rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Constitution doesn't mention democracy either. In fact, it goes to great lengths to guard against the tyranny of numbers. Still, here and now, we have to get the numbers to promote liberty politically. 5% of voters, to be precise. Now, if all these 1% parties could stop their shenanigans, get together for liberty's sake, in an equivalent of Jim Anderton's old anti-liberty alliance, I'd vote for that alliance. That would probably take a miracle. But whether by misfortune, carelessness, or even perish the thought, genuine courage and principle, miracles do happen. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. CR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.